Hey there, girls and gals. This is the first I Know Which Podcast last summer mini cast. It's with Mary. Yeah, hello. And me, Veronica. Just us two. That's we're right. Fine. That's fine. We're, we don't need those fine. other two. I mean, at they all. They didn't watch American Horror Story Apocalypse. And they weren't cool like that. Fr- yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> Frankly, they have poor taste and bad judgment uh, I mean, when it comes to that. So We didn't want to tell you, but you probably knew that by now, especially for Kenneth. So, <laughs> so we took the time. We're like, we're going to talk about this because we have feelings. <laughs> I've, got, I've got a notebook full yeah. of feelings. There's a literal notebook in front of Mary right now. Look, I'm, I'm old school. I'm old school. I like to write stuff down, but I, yeah, no joke. So I old have, school, it's a composite. Yeah, exactly. I went to school. Okay. I went to school for this, but I've got one, two, three, four. Yeah. Five, five pages. We're going to try to get as much uh, as what we're feeling and what we think about the new season into this uh, small amount because, hey, that's the whole point of a mini cast to begin with. So, And we both watched up to seven. That's right. So we know all the feelings, all things. I didn't see the preview for next uh, week. Uh, Mary did. I did. Yeah. Um, just, you know, I, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like we'll get to where we're going, but just I'll warn people ahead of time because it seems to be big conversation online. But Evan Peters, apparently in the eighth episode of Apocalypse, has a pretty atrocious looking bowl haircut. Maybe it's like one of the things where like you're so pretty. You're like, no, I have talent. Stop looking at me. I'm not just a shiny person. Yeah, I'm not just a pretty face. I'm not just a pretty face. (laughs) Joan Collins is like, calm down. (laughs) Joan Collins is like, sit your ass down, boy. (laughs) I've been in this game forever, and I'm bringing it. And I'm looking fucking fast. Well, see, I mean, just to kind of just kind of kick things off with that. Mm So much of what makes, I think, all seasons to a certain degree, no matter which ones you like or don't like, what makes it really awesome is that here you've got, here we are in the eighth season, and these are shows that are dominated by older female actresses. Mm -hmm. I mean, pretty much every season has that up to a point, and this one especially. Especially, I think one of the first things I wrote down in watching this current season of American Horror Story is that the amount of familiar faces that kept popping up as time went on <laughs> and not just on a female actress thing, like when B.D. Wong fucking popped oh up. Oh, my God. I saw B.D. Wong. and I was like, yes, I was like, yes, B.D. Wong's <laughs> playing a bitchy warlock. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this is amazing. And when B.D. Wong was playing the piano for Stevie Nicks, I was like, <gasps> like, what the hell, man? And I just love that, you know, Stevie Nicks pops up in Coven. Yeah. You know, just sort of there for a half second, and then she bounces because that's Stevie Nicks. And she comes back, and then she comes back just to help out Misty Day. And I was like, "Oh my god, I love this dumb show (laughs) so much!" (laughs) But yeah, so um, it's the eighth season. And Veronica, uh, would you like to talk about at all what uh, this season is kind of about? It's so far. I felt like. I'm so happy I watched Coven first because I hadn't yeah. watched Coven. I saw Asylum and I was like, okay. Then I was like, I'm going to watch Apocalypse. Like, oh shit, if you don't watch Coven, you got to before you watch this Agreed. season. Agreed. It would make no sense. You're yeah. not going to appreciate shit. Yeah. So first you got to watch Coven. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. So you know the whole story. You know, if, when you watch Coven, you're like, okay, there's a Supreme. There's right. somebody else that has to be the leader of not only the 
witches, but the warlocks. Exactly. Uh, kind of overall yeah, leader. Yeah. Magical of, beings. Yeah, exactly. Sorts, right? People with powers. And so we, we don't even see the warlocks in Coven, but we do yeah. now. And there is the... The sen- uh, the one who's not going to... It's always a woman that's the lead. Right. But it's now to, it may be it a man. It may be a man. And uh, what is he called? Michael Langdon. But what is that? It was like the... Oh, did they have a specific like name? Something with an A. Oh, jeez. Oh, well. I mean, Antichrist. I mean... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely that word floating around, but it was like something else. But yeah, okay. Like the, yeah. Al- the alpha. That's oh, that's right. So you, yeah. instead of the Supreme, he would be the alpha. And oh, I was like, Jesus. Go, give me a fucking okay, break. Yeah. Well, and, and that's something, you know, just to pop that in there, just on a deeper level. I, I really like that when you boil it down, I feel like American Horror Story Apocalypse is really just this playing out of male, female, like patriarchy matriarchy you know who you know men thinking that they're better than women Mm -hmm. or being mad about being somehow feeling like they're under the thumb or the boot heel of powerful women and it's such a huge part of what's happening in this season and i don't think other seasons of american horror story have really tapped into anything like that where it almost feels weirdly political yeah this was the First, uh, they're totally correct. I think uh, also, uh, like the first one has that um, delicacy of doing that. Yeah. Instead of like, because I think they were like then I heard cult was more like blatant. Like, this oh yeah, is what we're about. You yeah. Know? It and was very. Coven, it was very Trump. Yeah. And even Coven was like, they're like, well, that was that race war definitely wasn't delicate. <laughs> right. And it was like, okay, but I think this was the most delicate. Yeah, head to head, I've seen of men versus women, and I love this scene of uh, the Supreme. Yeah, yeah, who's yeah. Talking to that character who's like, who's really pushing for Landon to go through the Seven Wonders, and he's like, "I'm not gonna allow this," and she's like, "Let it be known, <laughs> I am your Supreme." That's right, and I'm not gonna suffer you any longer. I've like basically like that's okay with your soft like like yeah you need to be coddled i'm done coddling your yeah 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 fragile masculinity done i'm your queen and we're doing this and this like, is how damn. it's going down well like bd wong and that that jackass who's the lead of the warlocks with that powder that's only gonna kill women <laughs> and they're just like oh ha, ha, so happy about it and excited and then she just cordelia just opens the door and she's just oh, like, I call her Cassandra. Yeah, Cordelia. There you Cordelia. go. Uh, she just opens the door and um, and she's just like, first of all, no, <laughs> that's not how that's going to go. Second, your shit's on fire. So bye bye to your woman killing powder. And, <laughs> and they were just so excited. They're like, we finally get him. And it's like, no, no, bitch. <laughs> no bitch. And then she just z- closes their mouths, like re- basically removes them from their, their bodies. So I was... I'm loving that aspect to things, but I'll be honest. It took about, took about three episodes for me to get into this season. Yeah. Did you, did you find yourself like, yeah, I definitely just was uh, like going into it like, well, okay, I'll try it out. I heard the witches are back and the coven was okay. So, okay, I'll, I'll try again. And and anything for, um, oh my God, Kathy Bates, anything for Kathy Bates. (laughs) Anything for Kathy Bates. I was like, okay, Kathy Bates. <laughs> I see your dark lipstick. I'm right here. Uh, and so I, I, and I watched one season. So I was like, okay, one episode. So I was like, okay. Yeah. But until it started getting deeper than just warlocks versus witches and they start trying to like 
go back to see what Langdon is actually right. about. Like yeah. there's something weird and off and everything. That's when I started getting more interested. Yeah. When they started, especially when they, they ended up, uh, there are so many people. So the apocalypse happens and some people are saved. Either you were saved because you were special or saved because right. you had enough money. Right. And you go underground and Langdon shows up and he's like, I'm going to just save, give you the sanctuary. And just everyone dies. Dude, that was so. So when that was all going down, first of all, let's uh, first off, you had the moment where you realize that Kathy Bates there at the beginning, the Kathy Bates is a fucking robot. So great. <laughs> I love that you saw kind of milk and I was like, aliens. I was, just like, yeah, I was just like, this is Android shit. Like what? And so she's not even a real human. And then you've got, um, the Sarah Paulson character at that point, which let me, let me, uh, look at my notes real quick because <laughs> I've, I've written down so much. Oh, that's right. Miss Venable. Everything pretty quickly spirals out. So it's like you find out Kathy Bates is a robot mm-hmm. or an android. You they kill everyone with the poison apples, <laughs> which Jesus was Christ. I know. Was I was like, much. this is great. Oh, my God. <laughs> the bobbin Seriously. for apples. So the for apples. they're wiped out and then they go to kill Michael. Mm hmm. And he's just like, nope, that ain't happening. Kathy Bates kills Sarah Paulson's character. Who you think is all for Sarah Paulson's character the entire time. Yeah, and like, then it's kidding. like, nope, nope, nope. I created you and based you off someone who I really cared about and who who always cared about me. And I was just like, oh, so this is, you know, it kind of picked up a little bit then. I felt like the energy of the show kind of seemed to be building to something mm-hmm. a bit more than whatever was going on in the first two where I was just like, okay, I mean, everybody's dead and... Here's a few people. I, I didn't know quite what they were aiming for. Right. But now that I, now that we're, especially since we're seeing these flashback, I mean, everything we've seen in the last, what, like three episodes or more? Our flashback. Our flashback. Which is what actually worries me. I was like, oh man, so all this is, like, that's a lot of episodes for flashback. Yeah. That's a lot of backstory. I feel yeah. like now we know a lot about Langdon or we're getting to know more about Langdon right. um, and exactly where he's, what it means and everything. But the fact that we were so involved in those people who were saved and now they're gone and now they're gone and yeah. now we're actually getting involved in the coven story and i'm afraid we're gonna come back and now they're gonna be gone well and that's the thing so like i'm trying to remember and maybe i wrote it down i'll take a little look here <laughs> i wrote down so much so when the witches first make their appearance is at the end of episode three right and they're just they're walking up and into the the last supposedly last outpost. safe haven yeah, yeah the outpost um and it's it's cordelia mm-hmm. and it's the redhead <laughs> and a third and madison is it madison mm-hmm. that's with them okay and they walk up into the place and there's that moment where michael says to him he was just like i thought you guys were dead yeah i thought i took care of all of you t- yeah so i'm just like okay and then we realized that they basically hid three others well Two. Adina Porter's character, the voodoo queen. Yeah, she's a voodoo queen. She seems self-aware of who she was when she went for her little meeting with Michael. Think so? Well, yeah, there's this Oh yeah, she said I'm 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 weaker than I was. And, all and I'm that. just sitting back. Like she yeah. wasn't planning on doing anything to fight back or or not. She was just like, I'm not doing anything. And he's like, Well, that's exactly the kind of people we want. And I was right, just like, Okay, what's happening? But she's alive now. She's mm-hmm. back alive. They brought Mallory back. And woke up her awareness of who she is and 
Coco, not Coco. <laughs> yeah, Coco. Coco. <laughs> Who I, in the, like, she's such a fucking asshole in those first episodes and stuff. Such just a complete ass. But seeing her in flashbacks, I'm just like, oh, you're the calorie counting witch. You're so sweet. I'm almost wondering if she did know she was her and she's like, I'm going to make this bitch wipe my ass. <laughs> like, I know she's the next so supreme. powerful. I'm the next supreme. Wipe my ass. <laughs> but yeah, so I think, oh, well, I guess, you know, we, we've sort of, we sort of said a little bit, but yeah, basically it's just, it's the end of the world mm-hmm. and it has come about because as it becomes pretty evident, I think quickly, uh, that this guy who shows up to the the last outpost of people, he's very obviously in league with Satan. Yeah, uh, whether, we know the apocalypse has happened. It has happened, and then when the when the witches show up to the outpost, then we kick into flashback episode galore. Mm-hmm. Um, four through seven are all flashback. So right, and so is the eighth one according to the preview. So oh, is it? See, and then, like, right now, we're, we're definitely at a place where I'm not sure if she's going to try to make another deal with Papa. Oh, uh, yeah, Papa Legba. Legba, there you go. With Papa Legba. <clears throat> try, and he, she said you only get one more chance. You only get one chance. And yeah. you said, you know. Said, said no, no, right. But, I mean, obviously, she doesn't stop the apocalypse, but we don't see all the people. That's though. true. We just see those three. Yeah. And there's so many more. Right. So. Does that mean Queenie dies? Does that mean, I mean, like, you know. So many people. So many people would would be biting it. But it's, uh, yeah. Satan bringing about about the end of the world. We've got contention between witches and warlocks, which I think, you know, kind of becomes male-female matriarchy, patriarchy kind of stuff. And one thing I didn't like so far was then the voodoo queen when her character was brought back, or she met the new voodoo queen, right? And she said something like, oh, you know, they say the the ladies don't want to call me because they don't want to appropriate. Oh. And I was like, are you trying to stand up for what people, because people are complaining about that in Coven. They're like, okay, you yeah. made the voodoo queen, do the snakes, okay, you made her dress like this. Yeah, yeah. Her. She goes, I don't care as long as I see green. And I was like, are you trying to stand up for yourself through your show? Like, <laughs> just sit down. Don't say anything if you don't have I, to. I did. I did wonder about that when that happened in uh, in the latest episode because my initial thought, my initial thought was that this is someone, at least on a character level, this is someone who she's obviously very powerful, and because of what happens in Coven she's she is the the voodoo queen and the vibe i got was just like there's a level of bitterness there that there should be more respect there should be more power there should be this and the only way she knows how to deal with it is to just take all their money and be very like i don't give a shit about this kind of thing that's kind of how i read it i did i took it more like survival because like she said like what do I? What does it matter if I'm queen if I have no subjects? Because they got all right. killed in Coven. Right, they were all the guy walked in and just killed yeah. everyone. Yeah, um, and, but that seems to me very small minded too. I'm like, oh, everyone, everyone was in that little house. Everybody, all the people who know about voodoo. <laughs> that seems small minded to me. Like, yeah, seriously? yeah, I see your point there. So I was like, yeah, that's why it came off to me more like, are you trying to stand up for yourself through your show? Like, right. I like, but I am surprised how much I'm enjoying this season so far. I wasn't sure if I would because 
when I originally got into American Horror Story, I think I was just looking for something good to watch mm-hmm. years ago and just sort of was like, well, I'll give this a shot. And Apocalypse, I would say at this point, is the closest to enjoying this show since uh, Asylum for me. Nice. It's not, it's nowhere near as scary. No. Or as, as like gets in your head like Asylum does. But it's just, it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Like so many familiar faces, people popping up in all kinds of forms and ways. We've got throwbacks to Murder House, just a little bit. Yeah. Which, by the way, that episode, episode six, that deals pretty firmly with Murder House because, and I, I can't help it. I know Madison, but every time I see the guy that she ended up having to go to the murder house with, I think of his character from another Ryan Murphy show called Pose. Because he's oh, also imposed yeah. and he's so good at it as a character called Pray Tell. So the minute I saw him on screen, I was like, there's Pray Tell. <laughs> I need to see that. It's uh, supposed to be really good, right? It's really good. Okay. I loved it. Um, but so yes, so you should. Uh, when they get to the murder house and that whole episode happens, I found that episode not only to be like really emotional, mm-hmm. like I got emotional when um, the character that uh, Francis Conroy plays gets to go be with her mother. Yeah. I was just like, I got a little teary eyed. I was like, oh no, what, how is this show making me feel this way? And it was such a small scene and it was really? so effective. It was, it, it was, was so, so effective. good. I, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't let myself get into it right now, but like, I was like, oh no. Yeah. It was feeling <laughs> right. No, it really was great. Um, and it was but, directed by Sarah Paulson. Oh, that's the one. Yeah, episode six. She did a great job. She did an she did amazing job. job. I was I was very impressed, and we got to fucking see Jessica Lang again <sighs> as her character from Murder House. If Jessica Lang could just tell me everything, <laughs> just just everything, I would learn so much if she just let her keep talking. She's amazing. Like, yes. She's such a good actress, She's and amazing. like, and has been forever. But yeah, just the fact that she. You know, that's some serious star power that Ryan Murphy got for his first season of a show. And, and I heard Kathy Bates talking like she was so thankful to Ryan Murphy right. for like reinvigorating her career. I'm like, girl, you invigorated this show. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank you for being on the screen that I could watch you. And Jessica Lang is just like, I, I, Chris tells me like, well, how do you know which characters are which? Because there are so many obviously right. different characters and they come back. You know, Evan Peters comes back, plays yeah. this character from... Uh, hotel, this right? From the murder house and everything. He's like, how do you know? What's this going? You always you know. Always know. She's so great. Yeah. She's like, well, it has this accent. She dresses the way. She has these mannerisms, and I'm gonna do it. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, she's just. She's. She's so just so freaking good. So fearless. And for an episode. They're just so goddamn exactly. And Sarah Paulson is following in their footsteps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like she's already crazy talented in my mind, but. I'm just like, one day she's going to be them. Yeah. At like that older actress who just comes in and like dominates a show. It's going to be Jessica Lange. And That's right. Dragging on a cigarette. She's going to be the about Supreme it. forever. <laughs> it's so, so good. It's it's so good. I can't wait for more. Uh, and honestly, I wonder how much more we're going to get. Right. We've now visited Murder House. We visited, we haven't a visit Asylum. No, and I don't know if he's trying to hit all of them or not. I'm I mean, not we've, sure. We've I got d- the obvious Murder House Coven stuff. Yeah. And we had that little bit of Hotel, season five. It's now Hell. Yeah, it's you now know? Hell, basically. And 
uh, Asylum is way back when. It's you know, it's a it's a period right. piece, really. Yeah. So I'm thinking probably not. Probably not. You know, I maybe we'll get some character like like hotel with like one person. Right. Character. Well, you know, there's. I remember back. I think when I watched or was getting ready to watch the first episode or had watched it, can't remember exactly, but there was this video floating around on online where someone was saying, they were basically like, has Ryan Murphy been planning for Apocalypse this entire time? And I was just like, okay, show me what you got video, you know, and mm-hmm. I watch it. And, you know, sure enough, a lot of the things that he set up in Murder House in particular have come to fruition and it's it's been hinted at periodically through several seasons and it's all using uh the character that sarah paulson plays in murder house billy dean Mm -hmm. the tv uh medium psychic lady she's been predicting the end of times and antichrist since murder house Ah. so now i'm now i'm curious if Ryan Murphy has had an in game this entire time, just like basically being like, as long as they let me keep doing seasons, uh-huh. I'm eventually going to get to an end of a story I've already had in my head. That'd be really cool. I would be really impressed if I'm, that's the case. I'm thinking that he probably had a game plan, but then he was like, you know, this, uh, uh, okay, this season I'm going to do this and it'll be like a side story. Right. Like Asylum. Yeah. You know, yeah. like a, a period piece or whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, damn, that's awesome. I think it'd be cool. That's, and honestly, I'm not even a big Ryan Manfrey fan. Not I huge. started off with Glee. Yeah. I watched the first couple seasons and it started, you know, same. Yeah. I was like, and then, <laughs> and then I'm done. Yeah. And even American Horror Story, I watched Murder House, liked it a lot. Yeah. I was like, okay. Certain things made me uncomfortable. I was like, okay. Yes. Same. Impregnation of. <laughs> same. Yeah. The gimp. Uh, uh, yeah. The fucking latex person, which of course <sighs> pops back up in la- in uh, Apocalypse. He does. And yeah. Asylum, I actually had to have to take a break. I was yeah. like, oh, okay. But Asylum's I intense. went, came back and I liked it more than I thought it was going yeah. to. Coven was just fine. Like yeah. I said, it was less than anything really. <laughs> right. Right. So I was like, okay. But I wasn't supremely excited like I am now. No, same, actually. It's yeah. the same kind of energy of just like, I look forward to seeing that, you know, the new episode mm-hmm. and getting ready to watch it and into how we're one, how we're going to catch up to the present time in Apocalypse. And then how is this going to end? Like, and will there be more American Horror Story after this? We don't know if the nefarious forces from American Horror Story Apocalypse decided to interfere in our recording, but uh, the wrap-up of our minicast, our first minicast, it just disappeared on us. Kind of spooky. What isn't spooky, though, is all the places that you can follow us online. You can like and follow us on Facebook at I Know What You Podcasted Last Summer and on Twitter at What You Casted. You can listen to us all over the place. We're on Stitcher. We're on YouTube. We're on SoundCloud, all under the Night of the Living Geeks banner. Or you can go directly to the source, NOTLG.com. And as always, slide on over to iTunes and give us that five-star treatment. You know you love it. We love it too. So until next time, ghosts and ghouls, creep it real.
Hey listeners, you want everyone to know what you did last summer? Want to bring a little Halloween to even the sunniest of days? Check out our merch store at shop.spreadshirt.com slash N-O-T-L-G for shirts, hoodies, mugs, and commemorative knives. Okay, that was a joke. We don't actually have hoodies. Okay, that also was a joke. We do have hoodies. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.